We're into the Crusaders camp now, ahead of their Friday night matchup against second place in the competition, actually, if you look at the conferences. Uh, the Sharks, Friday night at home. We're joined by head coach Scott Razor-Robertson. And Scott, I suppose the first thing you look at when you see this team that you've named, wow, talk about change. You've got an embarrassment of riches, haven't you, at your fingertips. And you look at the changes to the run-on 15, the changes to the bench, uh, the guys that aren't there from last week with another resounding victory. It's um, I'd suggest a bit of a headache picking a team like this, Scott. Well, that's an intro. You've set me up there, haven't you? <laughs> um, look, <laughs> oh, look, we've got a great group. Um, some good depth coming through, especially in the outside backs. And, um, you know, uh, Sam Whitelock obviously is a big day. We'll talk about later on about him re-signing, which is huge for, for all um, all and sundry. But, uh, and he's obviously got a baby Jew as well, so... And it's his birthday. Wow! But uh, <laughs> look, look for me. It is. It is. It is. It's such a good issue to have. You know, like I used to, you know, sweat naming teams and who's in and out. But it's a, it's a real privilege to um, have so many great players and get that um, your ability to make sure you get um, guys game time, keep them keen, um, keep them enthused, uh, and, and grow the game and, and and make sure they've got enough time off as well. Okay, so some of the guys that are, that are not playing, full stop, they're not in the, the run-on or, or the reserves bench. Uh, how many of those guys are, have got an all-black rest week? We, because we've got Crotty, uh, Mwanga, um, Havili, Whitelock, uh, they're all the all-blacks that are out. How many of those guys are out through their all-black well, not say issues, but yeah. their all-black jobs? Yeah, so three of them. Uh, Richie, uh, Richie, Sam and Cots. Uh, now, head-to-head, the head knock, but he passed the HIA, so he's actually available, but uh, you know, it's a perfect chance for him to freshen up um, this week. And um, David Havili didn't play a part, didn't have the probably the game he'd want to write home about last week, a couple of drop passes, a few issues there. You're not punishing yeah. him, are you? Or? No, no, no. I love it when you chat like that. No, look, um, it was just a chance. Uh, look, Will Jordan's been great. You know, he didn't make the 23 last week. And I know him out to come in and get his opportunity. Dave's played a lot of minutes, so... Just getting the bounce right of all their players. Mm. Uh, it must be a, a very difficult job, but some, something you work out because you guys keep winning. Um, throughout the, the other changes, go on the bench. Tell me about uh, Issy Tungafasi, who's uh, coming uh, on the bench. Look, Issy's into our group. Uh, he's taken over from Tim Perry. He's broken his arm and he's out for majority of the season. He's trained well. He's been um, incredible around that scrum time. So it's his opportunity. And it builds depth, you know, for us to... Um, to give him a chance, an opportunity. We know in the run-in last year that we used, you know, over 40 players, and um, the, the ones that play the best are the ones that have given an opportunity to, uh, to 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 play. You know, coming in cold makes it really tough for them in those high level matches, so to give them opportunities now is, is critical. It's interesting you said that the, you, the the depth you've got, especially in the outside backs, but but I note that um, the changes you haven't made are well, a couple of the outside backs in the form of Sevu Reese and, uh, and George Bridge as well, even even Braden Enor coming into 13 jersey. You haven't been tempted to swap them out at all? Uh, no, look, uh, obviously for off the bye, um, you know, guys got a bit of a, a freshen up there, and then you've got Crotts uh, coming out, so it gives Jack a chance to play 12. Um, you know, the All-Backs will be happy to have a look at him there. And Braden Orno, Braden Enor is actually a centre that can uh, play on the wing. So we sort of blooded him as a wing, and now he's back to that centre spot. So uh, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great bounce for us. You know, look, if, if Ryan's out there in the future, we, you know, we've given guys 
uh, um, you know, Jack and, and I'm Braden a chance to play in the midfield together. Right, you started off the tee, Scott Robinson, by uh, talking about Sam White. Well, let's get to it because that's the yeah. story of the day. I locked him in for, would say, four years, but it's three and a half years, isn't he? Because he's not going to be a crusader next yeah. year. I didn't know it was his birthday. Uh, that, that's massive news for the country, for the franchise. But how comfortable are you as the coach not having him um, at your disposal come Super Rugby next year? Uh, look, if I didn't... I think it's a win-win, really. It could have been a, a, a big lose if you you put it in context. You know, someone of his experience, someone of his actual quality, um, he needs to freshen up mentally. And I think you would have seen it as um, this morning when he talked in uh, the press conference that he said, "Look, probably two months ago he was gone, Darcy. You know, he'd finished, he'd done it, and he's been playing since 2008." Um, He'd done the cycle, you know, it's time to move on and probably go on the weekend run, just finish up um, running around Japan. And he and he's uh, decided to stay and he's probably done a great job with his, his, his contract. So, um, we're, we're, look, I'm, I'm pleased to have him. Obviously, next year, um, I'd like to have him. I'd love to have a white lock in my team every year, but uh, um, it's best for him and his family. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. I suppose when it looks at NZR, if it's their game, they can do what they want with player retention. And in cases like Sam Whitelock and some other storied players like Carter and McCall back in the day, you, you've got to give them what they want and work around that, but to keep their um, intellectual property here in the country. Yeah, and, and look, you, you've got to look at it. He's been extremely loyal for a long period of time. So it's not like he's, um, you know, it's his end of his career. He hasn't had any major joint injuries. Um extremely durable and you know the mental side of it was that what he needed to, to freshen up on and, and uh, that's what he's getting and, and he can come back and be valuable for, for the All Blacks and the next All Black coach Right Scott, um, is that going to be you? <laughs> Sorry <laughs> You said it <laughs> I may get asked to chew that. Yeah, okay, I'll get him on. I'm sure he'd only too pleased to take the call. Hey, looking at those changes, just going back, because you know dealing with me is confusing. I never know where I'm at. But just going back to the changes, I believe you had uh, Mike Cronin this week uh, looking at the scrum after a few issues after that Lions game. And I note that your front row is exactly the same. That's obviously quite deliberate. Can you talk us through what you found out when Mike was on the scene? Um, yeah, look, he just gave a different perspective about it. Look, we had to be a bit better now um, and find solutions on the field. Look, firstly, it was a South African team that we haven't played this year, and the way they scrummage is different. So he just, he's obviously um, seen a few scrums packed down, and he and he could see what was happening quite quickly and made a few adjustments to the front row and the back five, and just saying, if you these are solutions you, you can come up with. So we didn't come up with solutions quick enough last week, so we've worked on that during during this week. Mm. And you've given those guys the opportunity to, 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 to carry on in that moment. I'm presuming that's deliberate based on what happened last week. They need another opportunity to, to prove what prove their worth up front. Oh, we know when France is not there and, and Joe Moody's pretty much the best loose head around and, and a lot of um, of the competitions you, you, you trust them and, and Cody goes alright too, so look, you, you continuity and we've got four South African teams in a row, so you, you trust them and uh, make adjustments during the week and, and there's nothing better than getting out there and having another cricket to, to make those adjustments. It's quite handy the draw, isn't it, for you guys, that you've got the Lions and the Sharks, then you're away on your South African experience playing two more teams. Does that, that sit quite nicely with the management group that you've got four South African teams on the bounce? Well, we're on the wee safari. Yeah, look, uh, 
It's uh, yeah, it does. You look when you look at the draw. We had uh, nine games in a row to start before the bye, and I've mentioned before we thought there's a lot of um, time that hey, you know without a bye and fishing up, but it's actually been quite great for us to get into our rhythm. And now we look, we've got the four games in a row um, against the South African teams, and come back and obviously the Blues on return. So um, you know you get your travel you get your trouble done on a clump um, all at once, but uh, with a couple of home games beforehand, so it works well. Uh, we talked about the outside backs before and some of the changes or non-changes in your side. You've said before to awaiting media that you really you back Sevu Reese to do great, great things. And we saw the way he ran through Quaker Smith and everything else he provided last week was quite extraordinary. Are you out of all the guys you've got, who do you like as a bolter maybe to get in and be involved in that all-black side <laughs> at the end of the year? Well, I'm serious. I mean, you mentioned Enor and where he can play, and we've seen what Reese can do. You've got Bridges, got experience. You've got Will Jordan out of nowhere. You've got so much riches. What do the all-blacks do, Reckon Razor? Oh, it depends what they need. Um, so, obviously, with Damien out, what's the balance? How are they going to get the best uh, man to cover a few positions? You know, obviously, Dave Harvey can play play wing 15 uh, and 12 and 10 at a push, and I'm winning as a young fella. So if you go to the World Cup, you've got to play two or three positions. So firstly, um, the ability to do that. Um, and, and also one that can change the game. So oh, we've got a few players that probably yeah, put their hand up. Now they've just got to keep it up there and play well week after week um, and just keep keep showing them what they what they can do. Yeah. So, but in essence, it wouldn't really matter who got on that side. They're all classy players that can cover many, many positions. It's, again, a, a, an embarrassment of riches, not only for yourself, but for the All Blacks. So we shouldn't <laughs> stress that there's no McKenzie, right? Oh, look, Damien's pretty special, um, and he's experienced. You know, a lot of those guys that are coming in aren't experienced. So that's, that's the balance of, of um, what you do when you select someone coming into to a, um, a, a pinnacle event. So... Look, they're, they're experienced coaching group, and I'm sure they, I know they'll make the right decision. Friday night versus yeah. the Sharks. Get along there, Cantabs, and check out your mighty Crusaders as they carry on their run. And with that, Scott Robertson, as always, thanks for your time. Go well. Appreciate that, Darcy. Thanks for the support.